This Bites, discussing Milwaukee's culinary and restaurant culture. With Ann Christensen of Milwaukee Magazine and Tariq Moody of 88.9. This Bites is brought to you by Society Insurance. Hey, Ann, on this week's edition of This Bites, we've got a lot of stuff to talk about, including a food truck event in Kohler, a pre-German Fest dinner, and a Maryland crab feast that's happening later this month. But we're going to kick it off with a, a, a piece you did in Milwaukee Magazine at MilwaukeeMagazine.com on great summer patios to dine at. Can you share to me what, what, what patios did you pick? Well, we have so many patios, right, in the city mm-hmm. and surrounding area. So I was tasked with coming up with just three like three really great ones, you know. That's three is a really magic tough number. to do. Yeah, three know. is a magic number. So uh, I looked around the area because mm-hmm. I wanted a nice like mix of patios, a balance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So let's start with Walker's Point. Okay. Um, La Miranda. It's a completely small plate menu, and it focuses on cuisine from all over the world. So I mean. Really, it would be difficult to not find something for everyone on that menu. Um, so several years into it, they decided to build this really great patio, which uh, has – it's a really stunning patio. It's, some of it is covered. Some of it has little loungy areas next mm. to a fireplace. So, I mean, there's a lot of opportunities just to kind of um, – if you want to just sit and have a drink, which – and they do a lot. Yeah. Did you know that they make their own sodas? And so they do no. their own like infusions and cocktails with their sodas. So they have a, a summer cocktail menu that you can just go out there and enjoy that. Or you can sit out on the patio uh, and just have some of these great small plates. And you're only like uh, like half a mile from the Summerfest grounds yeah. or, you know, uh, a few blocks from some other busy event that you want to go to. And yet you feel kind of removed Move from, from that. the city. Yeah. And all that traffic that's on First Street. So it feels so busy when you're out and about. But when you get in there, it's just kind of cozy. Another world. And- yeah. yeah. Okay, so I'm gonna we're going to stay in Walker's Point sure. for this next patio because, you know, it's pretty cool to have a patio that's up on a roof, right? People yeah. love that. Mm-hmm. Um, some people don't know that Bray's has a rooftop yeah. patio. I've been there for the little dim sum uh, event that you see sometimes they do. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Well, it's a, it's a small patio. I mm-hmm. think they only have like six to maybe eight tables mm-hmm. up there. Um, but on a beautiful night, oh my gosh, watch the sun, the mm-hmm. sun go down. You can kind of see the home bridge in the distance, mm-hmm. the lake, really beautiful. And they have a green roof up there. So, and they're, they yeah. grow you know, some of their own herbs, yeah. their vegetables. Um, they have, they have honeybees up there as well. And so you can kind of see sort of what they're doing that, is, that is contributing to the, the menu that, mm-hmm. that they're, the dining that, experience. Yeah. That they're yeah. serving you. So that's number two. And then I'm going to head out to, we're going to head out to to Brookfield, Parkside 23, which is another restaurant that actually is adjacent to its own. They have a farm, right, that's adjacent to it. And they grow a lot of their own vegetables, too, in the summer, right? Herbs, things like that. Um, And they have a really sweet patio with, um, that's kind of, it's it's a lot of greenery and trees, so it feels really shaded. Umbrella top tables, again, it feels a little more intimate. Mm. And that's another place where they bring in a lot of the farm ingredients, especially during the summer, a lot of sweet corn. You're going to be starting to see that, you know, mm. produce in the weeks ahead, the tomatoes, the summer squashes. Mm. They do a lot with their smoker, too. So they even smoke their mac and cheese. They do something. Huh. Yeah, they, do, they add a lot of the smoky element. They have flatbreads. Again, a lot of things with that. 
You're going to see a lot of caprese. And they have like a farm on site or something. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. They have an, a farm adjacent yeah. to them mm-hmm. where they're growing a lot of things. Um, but now you're going to start to see like these fresh tomatoes appearing on the caprese salad and the burrata cheese. Um, again, if you're sort of out on the neck, that neck of the woods or you want to get away from the city, um, it's kind of a pleasant place to do okay. that. Cool. Nonprofit Radio Milwaukee is brought to you by you. A membership contribution is your personal commitment to music and to Milwaukee. Visit RadioMilwaukee.org to check out our donor benefits and the thank you gifts you can get to show off your 88.9 pride. Now we're back and we're going to talk about food trucks. Food trucks. Summer. I mean, food trucks can be any time of year, but most port- like most of time, it's, it's a summertime where people enjoy food trucks. There's a huge food truck event happening in Kohler. Can you share some uh, details about that, Ann? Yes. There's a restaurant up in Kohler called The Blind Horse. Um, and they're doing this special food truck event. It's two days. It's Saturday and Sunday, uh, and there's going to be 25 trucks there, and it's a seven-acre property, so this is a pretty big deal. They're going to have wine, live music, uh, and uh, just to give you kind of a uh, an, an idea of some of the trucks that are going to be up there. Now, some of them are from Milwaukee. There's ones from Sheboygan, um, Oostburg, which is nearby Thienesville, Brown Deer, Green Bay, um, so uh, you're familiar with, for instance, um, the falafel guys. They're mm-hmm. from the Grafton area. They're going to be up there. Um, Mr. Dye's Pies. We love Mr. Dye's Pies. Uh, they're going to be up there. Sushi Go, which is known for their sushi burrito. Yes. Yeah. Um, uh, there's a there's a place out in um, Grafton called the Blue Cow Crepery. They're going to be up there. I, 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 randomly, I just heard about this restaurant that does really great small plates in Sheboygan called Bomalis. They're going to be there. Uh, there's going to be an egg roll truck. There's going to be uh, a Euros truck. There's going to be Marco Polo, which is they do all these yeah. chicken sandwiches. Mm-hmm. That's a local one as well. There's going to be something called Cue the Smoke, which is from Manitowoc. Um, there's going to be cakes, all kinds of sweets, mm. so you know, a lot of food trucks. Yeah. And it's a huge, a huge variety here, but it is, um, this is an event that's going from 11 AM on July 7th. Um, and then it, it'll end at five o'clock on, mm. on that Sunday. So, so if you're like already got all the shows you want to see at Summerfest, exactly. this, this might be a little, take a little break from, uh, all the music and go and enjoy some, a uh, wide variety of foods and, and food trucks that you aren't. Gonna see, see in normally in Milwaukee. Yeah, yeah that's kind of cool. Uh, next is uh, a pre-German fest dinner. I know you're you're big in a German cuisine. Am I right? Oh uh, yeah, yeah, I am. Yeah. So you know German fest is around the corner. So apparently Shakers is hosting on July 26th a pre-German fest dinner. They call it an evening of great grilling under the stars, featuring classic Germanic beverages and foods with a twist of Argentina. What? You know the story about the, the, the about after World War II, a lot of the war criminals, the Nazis, some quote escaped to Argentina, right? Oh, I guess vaguely, <laughs> yeah. vaguely. I mean, it's not that it's not one of those details, I guess, that really stuck in. That's in why, mind. like, I looked at it and I was like, the only reason, the only history I know German Argentina connection is this: the history of like some of the Germans escaped to go to Argentina. So, okay. So uh, there's going to be some Argentinian element to yeah, this, I guess. So, like, course one, you can look over there. You got, you got notes. So they have a, a rooftop reception at 6, then uh, the dinner begins at 7. Course 1 is grilled Argentine sausage empanada over a bunker potato salad featuring beverage of yerba mate for endurance. Everybody needs that for mm. endurance. Yeah. yeah. 
Of course, too, is schnitzel. I know you love schnitzel, don't you? I, I do. Yeah. I like a, a good schnitzel. schnitzel. With red crab and sauerkraut, prime pork, pounded, dusted, and baked. And a featured beverage is Berliner. Weizenbeer. Weizenbeer. Have you had that? No. Okay. Course three. What is that? Rouladen. What is that? Yeah, rouladen. It's a steak that's kind of pounded and it's stuffed. Um, it's often t- at times has like a pickle and some kind of stuffing that they put and they roll it mm. up and stick it with toothpicks. Mm. And then it gets uh, it, it gets cooked, um, maybe fried, you know, a bit in the pan and then finished off in the oven. And then it has a sauce, like a, you know, really kind of a gravy with okay. it. Rouladen is a very traditional. Is it German because uh, they dish. love pounding meat? Is that? <laughs> right, those schnitzels too. Yeah. yeah, you gotta gotta get a tender treat. You gotta get a tender. So you want to pound the living daylights out of it. <laughs> yep. All right, and then as uh, the feature beverage is a Swartz Swartz beer. Yeah, and actually, it sounds like with this roulade, it's gonna have um, it's gonna be rolled around country spec and pick the traditional pickle with house noodles. Okay. The house they're gonna have spetzel and gravy. So yeah, a very traditional thing. And then it seems like a very traditional dessert, Black Forest yes, cake. Yes, yes, indeed. And with our Argentine Malbec. This is quite an interesting uh, combination of, of things. A very, the first course is this Argentinian, and then it moves Argentinian empanada dish, and then it moves right into the, the German. And very then, interesting. And then apparently there will be some curated Cuban cigars. So they, I mean, They went wow. to Cuba as well. So yes. That's uh, happening on July. Right. It's the meeting of, very, of, <laughs> of, of different cultures here. Yeah. That's happening on July 26th, kind uh-huh. of a pre-German Fest dinner. Kind of seems like a, if, you, if you're big into German Fest, want to have something to celebrate before the festival, that's definitely something to do. Coming up, we were confused about this. I'm, I'm going to be frank and honest. We were going to like talk about this in a way that we don't know. But uh, Sprecher's team went to Milwaukee County Parks for uh, uh, authentic feasts on the beach. So there's two two pages, two websites we saw this on. One on their page, Brecker website, and then one on Milwaukee 365. So the one they've been promoting right now is a Maryland crab feast, which is happening on July 25th, which we think that is confirmed <laughs> based off two websites out of three. But the one on Milwaukee 365 has July 31st, but I'm pretty sure that's... 25th is the actual date for they're doing a, a traditional blue crab Maryland crab feast mm-hmm. on the 25th. Have you ever done one of those? Uh, no, I haven't. Yeah, we did one on the roof here, and I realized I might get my might put my foot in my mouth for this one. But Milwaukee people are not used to working for their food. Yeah, you feel that way. Uh, well, I like, I, when I go to like you know, when I go to see, go to like uh, the King Crab Shack. Uh, most people are scared of things that they, they have, have to, to peel yeah, off. Yeah, peel. And I always, and cons- always when, when I did it eat here, with their hands. I think it was that's, just we that's did it with Justin Carlisle, and the only people were doing it was Cheryl, me, and Justin Carlisle's team. Other people were eating hot dogs and brats. They were too scared to like fool with that stuff. Hmm. And I always wondered, is that the Milwaukee things? Like, oh, I'm too I scared with shells and. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's you know, I, I Tariq, you're you you sometimes are quick to say it's a Milwaukee thing. Whereas I, I think... It's not a, and then they don't have Minneapolis, I'm just saying. Minneapolis right. is more open, I'm just saying. I know I'm putting my foot in my mouth, maybe, but I could be wrong. Yeah. You know, I'm just, I'm here. This is my observation. I can't speak for the whole city. Okay. But I'm anyway, comfortable with it. Okay. But they, like I said, the Sprecher team at Milwaukee County Parks is at Doctors Park on July 25th, uh, day after my birthday. So if you want to... Oh, right. We if, need to get if, that in there. If, you, if someone <clears> wants to buy a ticket for me, I'm, I won't stop you. Uh, 6 to 9 p.m., there's going to be, like, campfire, entertainment, music, beer, 
So they're going to roll out the corn and all this kind of stuff in the Maryland, like, Old Bay season, and you just go crazy with the crabs. Yeah. You know? So, like, I love that. I miss that. When I lived out on the East Coast in D.C., used to go to the waterfront and get some blue crabs, get some newspaper in the Washington Post laid all on the floor, get some Miller Lite or something like that, and just go to town with a wooden mallet and watch watch the football game or something like that. Well, you know, Turk, the other thing is that for your birthday, someone could just ship you some fresh, you know, blue crab. Just I won't stop you yeah. either. <laughs> right. I'm sure you won't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I, I just, Thanks for the tip. Yeah. You know, the birthday mm, idea. I appreciate yeah. that. Okay. But apparently there's other feasts on the beach, I'm assuming, even though this is weird. Again, this is all of the, we saw this flyer uh, and pulled the flyer up on the Milwaukee 365. So there's other feasts on the beach, but Sprecher's website is not showing that. Yeah. So well, we're going we're gonna to mention the other events. Uh, we're not going to mention the dates because we're not sure what the dates are. So if Buddy at Sprecker wants to correct us, please do. Uh, apparently, there's a New England clam bake. That sounds great. Then, of course, the traditional Door County fish bowl, which you had a recipe on Milwaukee Magazine for. Yes, we have a recipe that is inspired by the you know the Door County fish bowl. Fish boil, but mm. let's say you want to do it at home. You you don't have the the, the ability to yeah. do, and you don't have that kind of equipment. There's a way to do it in a big stock pot at home. It's really actually pretty simple, but okay. yeah, we have that that cool. recipe. Then there's a traditional Hawaiian luau with a whole pig. Uh, then of course the other final event is a Louisiana crawfish boil. So I'm assuming these are happening, but again, this is only. We only saw this big flyer at the Milwaukee 365 event page, but not on Sprecker's website. So, Brecker, let us know if these yeah. are happening or not, what's going on. It's confusing. Okay. We want to let the listeners know, right? Yeah. Yeah, we do want to know this. So, so this is important. Next up is a, a unfortunate closing, a, a fa- yeah. favorite in Tosa, Juniper 61. Is, yeah, is, Juniper 61 uh, is not closed now, but yeah. it will close uh, later this summer. Uh, there's right now kind of a pending um, sale um, of the of the the building to um, Zach and Sarah Baker, who uh, are a couple that have been operating partners for the at the Pizza Man restaurants mm-hmm. for a while now. And Zach started out as their executive chef there, but he has a long background. He worked mm-hmm. for Bartolotta restaurants. They were also uh, they're also named as um, uh, they were going to be involved in that new restaurant that's going to be on the Paps grounds that we mentioned. Um, a few weeks ago on on this bites, and my understanding mm-hmm. is now with this, they're going to conti- continue to consult, but they're going to focus on th- they're going to open up a new restaurant okay. in the Juniper sixty one space. Okay, that's that's what would happen to that space okay. once it closes. It may it'll turn into a, an Italian restaurant and pasta shop. Okay, but um, what happened was the news came out last week that this was that the bakers were looking at this space, but Juniper sixty one didn't really. Um, the owners of Juniper 61, who also own Cafe Lulu, didn't really uh, weren't really ready to talk about it. Well, by the end of last week, um, they issued their own statement confirming that they're going to be closing uh, just prior to the sale, and um, that is likely to be around uh, maybe mid August. Okay. But uh, and and this this is a restaurant that's actually been close to ten years that it's been. At that location. Yeah, I've been there a few times. Around yeah. 60, around 60th north. and North. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is, I guess, technically, I don't know if that's like East Tosa, if people call that area East Tosa. Um, but when they moved in, there wasn't a whole lot yeah, was happening before, over there. Before the Tosa Renaissance. I yeah, guess right. Say. They were ahead of the times. Yeah. I mean, you know, well before Rocket Baby mm-hmm. and Bel Air Cantina and all these camp bar and all these places just popped up along North. 
they saw it coming. So I think they did. Yeah. And actually, I mean, it, they did some really great things, I think, and had a, had a great brunch, a really sweet patio. But the menu, um, some... You could you could de- definitely see that it was their sister restaurant was Lulu, but it was a different menu, yeah. you know, and and definitely much more. I mean, of a sit down entrees, mm-hmm. you know, um, flatbreads, um, sandwiches, and and appetizers. Remember, but I mean, my favorite really dish was things. their uh, lobster mac and cheese. That yeah, there, which was really really good. So um, you have a little bit of time to get uh, to get into Juniper and have um, um, one or two more meals mm-hmm. there, and I would encourage people to do that. Um, and they they also said that um, the owners said that they're not they're not closing because they were unprofitable. Mm. They they had some personal. Both of them had both of the owners had they some personal things. On. Yeah, they had some things happen yeah. over you know in the past mm. in the uh, last year. Mm. Um, some some things that they um, that kind of took them away from yeah. the, running the restaurants. And yeah, they'll focus on Lulu. Mm-hmm. So nothing's going to happen to Lulu. Lulu's fine. Um, but sometimes you gotta you know you gotta. Switch make, priorities. And you got to make decisions that, that yeah, are based on life. your own lives and what's going to work for life you. Life happens, you know. Yeah, exactly. Well, best of luck to them. Yeah. Well, that concludes uh, this week's edition of This Bites. If you want to learn more. Oh, we have one more thing. Oh, my God. Scrap that. We have one more thing. I skipped something. How do I skip something on here? I'm getting old. Well, we have one more event. Speak for yourself, Teresa. <laughs> <laughs> we have yeah. one more event. We have one more event. Before we close out. Um, and this is uh, looking ahead later in the summer, August 1st. There's a pretty interesting event at Oak and Oyster, which is the lower level oyster bar at Third Coast Provisions over on Milwaukee Street. Um, and so it's kind of, it's in the realm of that, of a pop-up, I guess you could call mm. it. They're kind of transforming um, Oak and Oyster for one night only into a sort of a Latin inspired... That's August 1st, yeah. yeah. Did you say that? I did. Oh. August 1st. Again, old. My, 6.30 so. to 8.30 p.m. That's a Wednesday night. So they're going to transform uh, the bar into um, a Latin and American-inspired, I guess, uh, a cocktail bar with food. Yeah. So they're going to be doing small f- plates that are influenced by, by Latin American fare, and they're going to have various provocative cocktails. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure what that means, but provo- I always like provocative things. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're going to be doing <laughs> sure rock. You do. Yeah. Rock shrimp ceviche uh, with lime, red onion, avocado, jalapeno, elotes, which are, is grilled street corn with cotilla cheese, smoked paprika, and harissa aioli. If you do those right, I can eat like a yeah, bushel I know. of those. It's ridiculously good. Um, Haraches, which are like an open faced. Uh, it's kind of like an open-faced... Um, Sandwich kind of thing? Yeah, no, I would call it more of a, I guess, like a, a flat taco because they make it like a masa dough. Okay. Like, and they put it on like a, a grill. A griddle, yeah, yeah, and it's thicker than than a tortilla, yeah. but it's served open-faced because it's a little more delicate. Yeah, yeah and thicker. So um, those haraches are going to uh, be served with chicken mole, black bean mash, and micro cilantro. Um, they're going to do an ancho marinated or ancho marinated steak tostadas with chimichurri. Um, all you know, various cocktails, including a welcome cocktail, um, which is called terremoto. It's it, it incorporates pineapple sorbet, Lilit Lilit Blanc, Fernet. Ha! Oh, oh and this is based they ruined on it. they ruined the cocktail with, with the Fernet. Based, it's based on a Chilean drink of the same name. So mm. um, there's going to be other cocktails as well, but. Um, with those dishes, I think that that sounds really delicious. Yeah. What do you think, Tariq? 
I'm down. That's another birthday gift. Wow. Just all these things sound like birthday gifts we just right. talked about, doesn't it? I don't think Anne. they're going to be serving the Lord, though. I sure hope not. Yeah. So, Ann, uh, you have your you have your list <laughs> of birthday get you a, ideas. I'm going to get you a bottle of Malort for I, your I got some agent at home. I got a special batch. Yeah, small you can batch. always use more. I got the small batch artisanal, sustainable, organic Malort at home. <laughs> okay. That's great, Tariq. Good well, for you. <laughs> Well, that does it for uh, this edition of This Bites. This Bites is produced by Tyrone Miller. Handcrafted sonic inspiration comes from the License Lab with support from Society Insurance and, of course, your membership. Subscribe to the podcast at RadioMilwaukee.org slash podcast on iTunes or anywhere you listen to podcasts. And as always, Anne, stay hungry. And keep the Malort cold. Yeah, especially in the summer. Cold Malort is the best. Yeah. A little- what about Fernet? You really don't like I drink. I'd rather drink a bottle of Malort before I have a shot of her. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, just checking. Just checking. Anyway. Bye. Okay. Bye. Okay. Okay. Bye. Okay. Bye. Okay, bye.